0: We welcome you to the New Year 2021 with our First Love broadcast from the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois. There is no sermon this week, however, there is a short history before each hymn presented throughout the service, all dealing with Christmas, since we are still in the Christmas season. Our first scripture reading is from Jeremiah 31, 7-14. And our Gospel reading is from John 1, 1 through 1-9, and 10-18. through 18. Our special music is performed by soloist Stephanie Solterman, performing, Thou Didst Leave Thy Throne. Our first hymn is hymn number 115, Away in the Manger. And our second hymn, 121, We are singing verses 1, 3, and 4. Old Little Town of Bethlehem. Our third and last hymn is hymn number 119. Hark the Herald Angels Sing. We thank you for joining us this year again and look forward to being with you every Sunday. We pray that you have a safe and healthy, peaceful week.
1: And God bless until we see you next week. Away in the manger the author of A Way in the Manger is uncertain. Most historians believe that an American probably wrote at least the first two verses sometime in the middle of the 19th century. The Evangelical Lutheran Church was the first to publish this carol in its 1885 book for children. It has been published under the title Luther's Cradle Hymn, following an erroneous Legend that Martin Luther wrote the the words to this carol to sing to his children every night. At least 41 different tunes have been used for this carol. The most commonly used in the United States is Mueller. The The tune Cradle Song is often used in Great Britain. Now we often think of this Christmas carol as being a children's Christmas carol. But I'd like to share with you my experience with Away in the Manger and other similar songs in nursing homes. I have had many opportunities to lead worship in various nursing homes around the area. And I will say that Away in the Manger is very well received, especially among the the residents with dementia. Before this pandemic, I went to Lavender Ridge every month to, to lead worship for the residents who have various stages of dementia. As you may imagine, the conversation is somewhat limited and generally quite difficult. I think most of the service does not register mentally with them at all. But I do know that it does spiritually. As I see the spiritual expressions when singing the old favorite hymns and especially Away in the Manger and other children's hymns, most everyone joins in and sings with feeling. I'm not much of a singer, and definitely no song leader. But all I have to do is to get the first few words out, and the residents fill the room with joyous music. For those brief moments, these people with dementia are singing praise to God from memory. From my experience as a chaplain, I have often seen people with little memory respond to the Spirit of God. This gives me hope, hope that their spirit is still connected with God's Spirit, and that it is God's Spirit is still doing a work in them.
2: Let us draw near to God with sincerity of heart and full assurance of faith, our guilty hearts sprinkled clean, our bodies washed with pure water. Let us confess together our sins before God and one another. Ever patient God, we are a people who live in thick darkness, we stumble around bombarded by news of war and poverty, famine and genocide, injustice and oppression. The maelstrom of things and issues and people of the dark can overwhelm and paralyze us. Help us to be people of the light, shining your light of righteousness, peace, and joy into all the dark places of our lives and world. Unlock the mystery and glory of the babe born in Bethlehem. Turn our aimless wanderings into a journey of purpose guided by your star. Let the light break into our lives and our world and transform us into people of the light.
1: Water is such a common element. It is something that we see every day. We drink every day. And yet, it is through this water that God has brought us all together into his family. It is through this water that God gives us the light that we can take into the world and shine into the darkness. Through this water, You have all been made children of the light. Now let us go out and light our darkened world. Amen.
2: for Scripture by saying the prayer for illumination together O God who is who was and is to come you have called us here to worship you have touched us with your Holy Spirit and led us here to be filled by your holy word open our ears that we may hear our eyes that we may see And our mouths that we might proclaim the good news of the gospel so that all may come to know of the love of our God in the name of our Christ our Lord we pray amen the scripture reading is from Jeremiah 31 7 through 14 let us listen to the word of God for thus says the Lord Sing aloud with gladness for Jacob, and raise shouts for the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise, and say, Save, O Lord, your people, the remnant of Israel. See, I am going to bring them from the land of the north, and gather them from the farthest parts of the earth, among them the blind and the lame. Those with children and those in labor together, a great company, they shall return here. With weeping they shall come, and with consolations I will lead them back. I will let them walk by brooks of water in a straight path in which they shall not stumble, for I have become a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it in the coastlands far away, and say, He who scattered Israel will gather him and will keep him as a shepherd a flock. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob and has redeemed him from hands too strong for him. They shall come and sing aloud on the height of Zion, and they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain, the wine, and the oil, and over the young of the flock and the herd. Their life shall become like a watered garden, and they shall never languish again. Then shall the young women rejoice in the dance, and the young men and the old shall be merry. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will comfort them and give them gladness for sorrow. I will give the priest their fill of fatness and my people shall be satisfied with my bounty, says the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Thou didst leave the throne, our anthem today. Emily Elizabeth Steele Elliot wrote this hymn to clarify the meaning of Advent and Nativity to children. The text takes its theme from Luke chapter 2, verse 7, but there was no room for them in the inn. The first four stanzas employed the technique of antithesis, the placing of the poverty of Jesus' birth in contrast to the splendor of heaven. Because the text by Eliot is irregular, that is, it does not have the same number of syllables for each stanza, a special tune was needed. The music, Margaret, by Timothy Richard Matthews, was composed especially for this text. Matthews was an English clergyman who composed more than 100 tunes and was recognized as one of the leading organists of the day. Thou didst leave thy throne accomplishes many things for children who sing it. First, it places the the nativity event within the broader narrative of Christ's life. Second, like many of the hymns of the season, the first coming of Christ points to the second coming, a hallmark of the Advent season. And third, the author uses the refrain to pull the singer into the narrative making this a hymn of personal commitment. Gospel reading for this morning is from the Gospel according to John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in Him was life. not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me. Because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, it is only the Son who has chose to the Father who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. This is the Gospel of our Lord. Our next hymn, A Little Town of Bethlehem, was written by Philip Brooks, who was called by some the greatest preacher of the 19th century. A graduate of Harvard University, he became a priest in 1860, just before the Civil War. He is remembered for his support of ending slavery, and he gave the funeral message for Abraham Lincoln. Brooks wrote this carol for children in his Sunday school when he was a rector at Holy Trinity Church in Philadelphia. It was inspired by a trip that he took to the Holy Land in 1865. Wanting to get away from the other travelers there for the holiday, he borrowed a horse and rode from Jerusalem to Bethlehem to assist in the Christmas Eve service. In Brooks' own words, I remember standing in the old church in Bethlehem, close to the spot where Jesus was born. And when the whole church was ringing hour after hour with splendid hymns of praise to God, how again and again it seemed as if I could hear voices I knew well telling each other of the wonderful night of the Savior's birth. Authors David and Barbara Lehman invite you to imagine that you are one of of the children in Brooks' Sunday school class 150 years ago. What an ideal picture he paints of shining light to the coming dark streets. What a sound of silence he describes when such a momentous event is taking place. Can you picture yourself there? The words of the carol mention that the dear Christ enters into our lives. When he enters, he imparts the blessings of heaven, forgiveness from sin, and his continual sustaining presence for troubled people in a troubled world. The last sentence is an earnest prayer that we pray. Abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Set to the tomb of Gustav Holtz, the words to In the Bleak Midwinter were written by the famous poet Christina Rossetti in the 1800s. While Rossetti's father was a professor at King's College in England, she and her siblings were educated at home by their mother, who had them read Pilgrim's Progress and the works of St. Augustine. Rossetti wrote a large body of poetry, but her best-known works today are both carols, This Song and Love Came Down at Christmas. This song's traditional four verses each contribute to the part of the Christmas story, the place, the prophecy, the adoration, and lastly, our response. What can I give him, poor as I am? asks the hymn. I give him my heart. Hark the Herald Angels Sing is from a poem written by prolific hymn writer Charles Wesley. His original poem read, Hark! How the welkin rings! Glory to the King of Kings! Welkin is an old English word that means the vault of the sky or heaven. It exclaims that all heaven rings with glory. A friend of Wesley's, the famous Reformed evangelist George Whitefield, took the liberty of publishing Wesley's carol, changing the words to proclaim, Who sings glory, hark, the herald angels sing, Glory to the newborn king. Wesley was furious at his friend. He did not mind others copying his poetry, but he did not like them changing his words. Although Wesley himself would never sing the changed words, these are the ones that have gained popularity the world over.
0: If you found this material inspiring and would like to support our ministry here at First Love from the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois, please send contributions to First Presbyterian Church, 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois, 62650. You can also contribute through your financial institution, through Bill Pay, And, if an account number is necessary, please use 870-870-870. Our phone number at First Presbyterian Church, Jacksonville, Illinois, is 217-245-4189. Our email is office at firstpresjax.org. That's Office at firstpresjax.org. You can join our live stream video of Sunday services, which start at 9:55 a.m. on Sunday, at www.facebook.com/firstpresjax. That's www.facebook.com slash We also have a Facebook page called Presbyterians with a Purpose. At www.facebook.com slash groups slash 2217613822 71153slash. Presbyterians for a Purpose is a group for anyone needing to get contact with someone else during these challenging times. If you wish to attend our 10 a.m. services on Sunday in person, please come in the north door. A nurse will take your temperature. The nurse will then press a button to open the door to limit touching surfaces. Another volunteer will open the inner door. While moving around, please wear your mask. Once seated, you can remove your mask. We pray you have a safe, joyful, and healthy week. God bless.